Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about how can you still be a lefty and a landlord. Now, this comes from long-time listener of the show, name's Christine, and she said, look, I've been talking with some people and their perception is that if you're a landlord, you've got to be a national voter. But how can you still sit to the left politically and be an investor? Now, I've got a bit of an interest in, in politics, so I sat down and thought about this for a while, and the key thing is that all parties have quite a broad policy platform. So the National Party isn't just about having landlord-friendly policies. And I think it's uh, it, it's sort of controversial to, to kind of identify that national the National Party and the ACT Party tend to have more landlord-friendly policies. But when you're casting a vote, when you're deciding where you sit politically, you're making that decision based on a whole range of policies. And and the approach towards landlords and, and the housing market in general is only one small part of that. So if uh, you you're in in your in your soul. You're a real. Uh, you're very environmentally conscious. You may decide to vote greens, even if you know that some of their policies may negatively impact you, but you really believe that that's the right decision. And that's totally fine. And that's one way that you can sit to the left politically and still be a property investor. Now, it's really interesting because we've seen these perceptions firsthand just over the last couple of days because the Real Estate Institute of Real Estate Institute of New Zealand recently released uh, a paper, a report, showing that we've had record house prices in New Zealand, record set house prices. And when we posted about this on LinkedIn, Andrew, you you uh, copped a bit of flack from I did, some people. I did, and um, normally I just kind of let these things slide, and my PA expert, Ed, takes over and replies to my messages in a much more friendly fashion than I might. Uh, but uh, unfortunately for this uh, uh, this internet troll uh, at the weekend, I uh, I happened to see it as I was standing in the line for waiting for my coffee and so I took exception to his uh, uh, his harsh comments about housing being unaffordable and, uh, and, and, and the fact that he thought that this was actually really bad news for the New Zealand or New Zealanders as a whole um, and it just, it made me think um, about it afterwards because I've got. I come from a family where we didn't have a lot of money growing up, um, and so both parents worked full time. Uh, Mum worked two jobs. In fact, um, lazy dad. And so you kind you kind of think, well, actually, home ownership. Whilst shelter is a right, because in one of his quotes he said, uh, "You know, home ownership is a right. Home ownership is not a right. Home ownership is something you earn, and you have to work hard for, and you have to make sacrifices. You don't just get it um, because houses are expensive, and they should be. And and there's nothing wrong with renting, and there's nothing wrong with people if they don't get on that property ladder. Um, but it's absolutely." Uh, within reach of anyone in New Zealand. Uh, I'm sorry that anyone who's working has the ability to buy a house uh, if they put their mind to it and if they're willing to make sacrifices. And so whilst as a landlord... I want to be able to provide a really nice environment for my tenants to live in. I agree with the Healthy Homes Act um, coming in and, and tightening up some of those really old houses that probably shouldn't be have anyone living in them. I think we do need to tighten those things up. I think that some of the Healthy Homes Act uh, uh, requirements have gone too far, but often if there's a significant change like this, we need to swing uh, majorly in the other direction so that we can settle somewhere in the middle, and I think that that's what will happen. But... It's the same as letting fees. Like when, when uh, so a letting fee is something that a tenant would pay to the property manager for securing a property. Now, I always thought that was 
outrageous um, and owning a property management company I quite happily accepted the money uh, to do that but I, I, I just thought it was really unfair that a tenant going into a house who has to have you know f- say four weeks bond and two weeks rent up front and then pay a letting fee um, that seemed unfair and so you know that uh, that has now changed but of course uh, the flow on effect because you're running a business uh, in property investment is that um, rents go up um, but actually just thinking about the policies that uh, national have introduced that maybe a counter uh, to what we would expect as a, a if they were supporting property investors. So the Brightline test was the most recent. That was brought in by National. Uh, so we, when it first came in, so Brightline, for, for anyone that doesn't know, is, is basically our version of capital gains tax. Um, Labor have changed it to a five-year uh, test. Uh, it used to be two years, but that was brought in by National. Um, also, back in 2010, where this were significant changes to LAQCs and depreciation, that too was brought in by National. National to try and make uh, make it a bit more of an even playing field for everyone. And I think as well, the other thing that I just want to mention is why do you become a landlord? And the main reason people become landlords, as as we've laboured on about in the in this podcast over time, is it's to improve your financial position. There is nothing anti-left about working hard in order to pr- improve your financial position for investing in your own future and trying to get ahead. In fact, I would I would argue that that is one of uh, that is a significant value whether you're on the left or the right of the spectrum. Labor is the working class class party and they're all about people working hard, improving their financial position and trying to improve uh, themselves, their families and their communities. And I would argue that that's exactly what uh, being a landlord in the right way does. If you're investing in brand new properties, then you 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 are providing good quality rental stock into the market, so that regular people out there who choose to rent, like Andrew and I, are able to access good quality, healthy homes, dry homes, potentially eco-friendly homes. If that's where you sit politically, that you feel like that is something that you want to invest in, though you, of course you don't have to sit left politically to invest in eco-friendly homes. Um, there is nothing anti-left about that, and so when you combine that and say, well, first of all. Uh, you tend to vote or choose where you sit on the, on the political spectrum based on a range of policies, not just how landlords are affected. But you can also find ways to invest that sit alongside any additional values that you have. And there's nothing anti-left about becoming a landlord and trying to improve your, your position. So for, for me, um, while I could say, while I would anticipate that a significant proportion of landlords probably, probably vote, vote right, there's nothing that prohibits you from sitting left at all. Uh, so you can be a lefty and a landlord, and I guess also um, if if you if you are thinking about becoming a landlord, and if these kind of things are really important to you, then you you don't have to, just because you can increase the rent um, every year doesn't mean that you have to. Um, you might choose to be a bit softer. Uh, than the market on rents if you if you really want to help someone out financially uh, and, and that's well within your prerogative. If, if, if you're a landlord you get to choose these things. You get to choose to make sure that you're buying a house that's new, well insulated, um, well heated, everything like that. You get to choose how much you charge for that and if, if you feel passionately about it then you can absolutely go out there and change someone's life by um, giving them a reduced rent if that's what's important to you. 
And what's quite interesting, actually, I was reading from Tony Alexander, commenting on the fact that rents have actually risen recently and saying, well, it's interesting because rents have been relatively stable in New Zealand for, for, a, for a little while. Uh, there haven't been massive increases. And he says only it's only now that regulation is coming into play that landlords are uh, increasing their rents. And he says, why is that? Why has it been so flat for a while? And he says, well, New Zealanders are actually sometimes quite nice. And if we don't have to put up the rent, then sometimes we'll just do it a little bit at a time uh, rather, rather than putting it up to what the market could bear. So sometimes, uh, you know, New Zealanders are quite, I, I want to say soft as landlords, um, but that, I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way, but um, quite relaxed with tenants and wanting to keep ones that are really good. Now, of course, please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the show. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, if you want to connect with us more, Follow us on Instagram. We are putting out some awesome content on Instagram at the moment. Every couple of days we put out a little briefing on the on the property market or we discuss something about what's happening for landlords. Uh, so I'm going to link to our profile in the show notes. Uh, if you've been enjoying the show, go over to Instagram and give us a follow on there. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.